We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome back to the show. Joe Zagacki, Don Bailey Jr., Hurricanes in Pittsburgh on Saturday, 12 o'clock kickoff. Our pregame kicks off at 8 a.m. There'll be an early one from Heinz Field. Joining us now, Hurricanes defensive analyst Bob Shoup is with us. Coach Shoup, good evening. How are you? Uh, I'm fine, thank you. How are you guys? Thanks for having me on. We're doing great. Before we dive into the football, did, did, were you able to see the end of Ted Lasso? Of course. I've, I've seen every episode. I'm all caught up. So it's a, <laughs> a great ending. Looking forward to, to season three. Uh, and, uh, you know, this weekend, you know, our game went a little long, but I was able to tape uh, Saturday Night Live and get home and see Jason Sudeikis on that, too. So that was great. Now, I've got that taped. I haven't seen it just yet, but we had a little uh, a little uh, betrayal there at the end of Ted Lasso with the, the don't trainer Don't ruin it guy. for me now. Oh, you, you haven't know, seen the I end of it? I haven't seen it yet. Come on, don't no. ruin it, guys. Come Boy. on. No spoilers, but I think you could certainly see that coming throughout the course of season two. So, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see a little rivalry between the uh, the Greyhounds and, I uh, guess, what was it, uh <laughs> Uh, West Ham, so that'll be fun. All right, let's uh, get to the more serious matter. Uh, Pittsburgh, they've scored at least 27 points in every game. Kenny Pickett makes a lot of great throws. 44th start for him uh, in his career. 23 touchdowns this year. We don't know about Jordan Addison, but we do know they run a really nice passing game. Uh, Take us through some of the things that concern you and how you slow them down. Yeah, they're really good, obviously, and it, it starts with the quarterback. Um, it seems like this is his sixth or seventh start against the Hurricanes. It's been a long, long time. I know that. and uh, So I think, you know, Coach Diaz and, and the guys who've been on this staff for a while are very familiar with Kenny Pickett. Um, I should have said this. It really starts with their offensive coordinator, uh, Mark Whipple. Uh, coach Narduzzi is a defensive-minded coach, so I think he's entrusted the offense to Coach Whipple, who's a, a veteran who I've coached against for a long, long, long time. So, it's it's been fascinating to watch as this version of his offense has evolved, and he does a a really good job utilizing you know tempo, uh, utilizing personnel groupings, different formations, and a nice blend of the the, the run game uh, to complement what's a, a very explosive passing game. You know the the quarterbacks had a tremendous year, very experienced. He's really taken his game to you know a new level. Um, they've got pretty good depth at the running back position. You know, guys who've, um, you know, they, they're they not, I wouldn't describe them as a necessarily a running team, but they, I know Coach Whipple wants to achieve some sort of balance, and, and they do run the ball well. Uh, they've got great depth at the receiver. You mentioned Addison, and uh, he's got 11 touchdowns already this year, 30, 39 catches. He's a really, really, really good player who we spent a lot of time talking about, but there are other good receivers as well, and you know, they utilize two different tight ends. 
um, who have played well, caught 33 passes between them. And when you look at the starting offensive line, it's, you know, I think across the board, senior, 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 junior, senior. So, you know, some experienced guys and, and uh, uh, you know, as we were talking before, Don, you know, when you think of Pitt, a lot of times you think of the great offensive line tradition and history that they've had at University of Pittsburgh. Coach, when if we can go back for a minute, I want to I want to hit on the the NC State game and and really the most important thing that came out of that or that's going to affect this football team is 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 Bubba Bolden's gone is done he's done for the season. How's that affect the defense and how's that affect the, that side of the football for you guys? You know, obviously Bubba is a very experienced player. Um, you know, he, he had a long and, and uh, you know he he, he had a uh, you know, a really good career. Uh, he, he was an extension of the coaches. He has a high football IQ. Um, you know, he, he was a good communicator out on the field. And in many ways, uh, he, he was a leader, not just, you know, with his play on the field on Saturdays, but, you know, the way he conducted his business, you know, in this building during the week and even in the spring and in the off season as well. You know, so that's the negative. But, you know, we all understand this is – you know, big time college football, and and that's why depth is so critical. And and um, you know, so when one guy goes down, it's an opportunity for another guy. And and uh, you know, we're very, very. I think you know, like I said, Hurricane Nation and everybody are very, very excited to see uh, the evolution now of James Williams and Cam Kitchens, and and those guys have really worked hard since their first day on campus. Whether it's James coming in, uh, excuse me, uh, Cam coming in as an early enrollee, or James coming in the summer. And it's no accident that they're up there on the depth chart. It's not because we like them better. That they've earned this opportunity, and and this will be quite a challenge for them. And they've both, you know, played really, really well. I think Cam, arguably, you know, has been one of our most consistent performers. To be very honest, I mean, I didn't say best, and I didn't say worst, but he's been our most consistent. I mean, he's a really good tackler. He's always in position. He's an excellent communicator with a high football IQ and. And certainly James has flashed in his in his uh, um, you know play over the last few games. You know he's made a lot of a lot of great plays. He's a unique athlete who I think Coach Diaz and the defensive staff really like to move around a lot, put him in different positions in different packages, and and let him really show what his skill set um, you know show his skill set. So those two guys, and then you know Vontae Williams got his first action last week as well, and. And Gervin Hall's back in the mix this week as well after, uh, you know, some injuries and things like that that kind of limited his play last week. So we're looking forward to getting Gervin back. And as we come down the home stretch here, it's really all hands on deck. And uh, especially at that safety position, we're going to need guys to, to come in and do a great job. You know, Coach, today was uh, the first day that I got to, to really meet Cam Kitchens and spend a few minutes with him and is as impressive – a young man as I've ever met. I mean, I mean, I, I, I mean, he's just outstanding, and the way he handles himself, and the way that he uh, he represents the university and represents his high school, and just yep. very impressive young man. I know you spent time with him, and uh, I'm sure you have the same feelings. He and I were just texting right as this call began you know, about connecting and watching a little bit extra game film this week because his you know role and whatnot are going to improve, but uh, or, or and get bigger but yeah you're exactly right he's uh he will be successful in whatever he chooses to pursue and hopefully he has a a great nfl career and then we'll go on and and he is uh every bit as good a person as he is a football player and uh great student great representative of university of miami and just uh 
you know, he's everything that any coach would be looking for in a student athlete. You know, it's, uh, I remember Coach Johnson would say when he was recruiting players, sometimes he would dive into their bio, right? See what they, what they did in terms of their, their stats. If a guy was a stat sheet stuffer, he'd go watch Greg Mark play basketball. Yeah, how many points, how many rebounds, how many assists, how many turnovers does a guy force, how many interceptions, how many deflections. And, you know, beginning of the year, I dove into Cam Kitchen's background, nine interceptions, returns a kick, a punt for a touchdown. Guys that, that seem to have those instincts that do a lot of different things, make plays, generally turn out to be pretty good players. I think that's kind of the path Cam Kitchens is on. Yeah, there's no, there's no doubt about that. And I mean, here's a guy. Again, I'm new. I'm somewhat new to the area, but I think people, anybody who knows anything about high school football, knows Northwestern High School. And he, uh, <laughs> he's a guy who was a four year starter there. Played on numerous, you know, state championship, you know, state championship contending teams and state championship teams. And you know, it's funny we have these seven on seven camps in the summer where the local high schools come in and compete. And he was a referee, you know, on every weekend that we had those. And I people gravitate towards him. I mean, the, the high school kids who are from Dade County, you know, gravitate towards him. They gravitate towards James. They know who they are. They look up to them. And and the more successful they are, and some of these young players, Romello and those guys who are from Dade County as well, and Broward County and Palm Beach County, I mean, the more successful those guys are, the more successful the program's going to go be. And, and I think Coach recognizes that. And one of the things that's really been fun is watching – the evolution of a lot of the young guys, those two specifically, but LT as well. Um, you know, Don, you and I talked about Chase Smith and, and his, his opportunities soon to come. And, you know, on offense, it's, it's maybe not the true freshman, but Tyler Van Dyke and, and Rooster in the last few weeks, how they've played. And, and I, I think I've said it again and again, I think there's a very, very bright future, you know, for Miami football. And, and uh, you know, we're going through a little bit of a transition right now, but, and the expectation is still to win games. You don't, you can't lose games during that transition. And you know, this is the last Saturday in October. Right, we're right in the thick of this, and we got a big, you know, great challenge ahead of us this weekend. But I know our guys are are really excited to get to Heinz Field and and play a really good pit football team. Coach um, Pickett makes a lot of big throws. How do you uh, how do you make it tough on him? How do you make him force him into tough completions? Well, the best. The best pass defense that there is still is a great pass rush. And I think Coach has some good ideas on how to get after him this week, You know, whether it be in our you know, prowler package, which are three-down stuff, whether it's a three-man, a four-man, or a five-man rush, You know, creating different looks. He's a very experienced player, so you have to disguise some things. You can't give him the same look over and over again. And you got to make him uncomfortable in the pocket. And um, we have to do a really, really good job. You know, We had a you know, couple of... Uh, uh, you know, breakdowns in the back end the other day against NC State. We can't have those against these guys. They'll certainly take advantage of that. we got to play tight coverage. You know, we think, you know, we've got to do a great job challenging these receivers. I think that uh, you know, we have the capability to play some man-to-man, do some different things, um, maybe create some looks that we haven't given before. And there's, there's not a whole lot probably that he hasn't seen. But, but uh, I think, again, if we disguise – uh, you know, we, we put pressure on them like we want to, and, and we're able to stay in tight coverage. We've got a shot. And, uh, you know, he, he, what he does is he, he's really – he's a lot like Howell in that he doesn't, you know, wait around in the pocket. A lot of the plays that he makes, 
he makes by you know moving around in the pocket, stepping to the outside. But unlike how, you know, he's looking to throw at all times. He will run and is a good runner, but he's more scrambling or moving around the pocket, looking down the field, and that's where he's a real threat when things break down and and the receivers maybe uh, improvise a little bit and deep routes may go short and short route may short, short routes may go deep and. And they kind of freelance and find things, you know, coming open. But he's a—he's uh, he, obviously hot, and uh, he's got playing with a, a tremendous amount of confidence. You can certainly see that. Coach, you have to look at when you're on the defensive, looking at defensive tape, is Rambo and and at the receiver spot for Miami, and he has really turned in some very impressive statistics and some very impressive games. But you know, I was watching him today. He does it at practice all day long, too. He just doesn't show up for a Saturday deal. He's working it at practice. Again, I think you know, when, when, you, when you hear you know, the, you know, the, the, the Miami Hurricanes from the, the great 80s teams or 90s teams or early 2000 teams, when you hear them talk, they always talk about green tree. And, and that's what Coach, Emphas, uh, Coach Diaz emphasizes. It's, the games are won on the green tree practice field, and it's – there's no doubt that we had our best week of practice last week. And, um, you know, the way we compete uh, against the offense and, you know, I, I think Tyler and Van Dyke or D'Eric when he was playing or whoever's in there, they really enjoy going up against us and our guys enjoy going up against them. And there's that, you know, good-natured uh, trash talk in between one another. But I think that's that's what makes for a great team. And, you know, when practice is over, we really are a brotherhood and, you know, I mean, just like anything, when you're when you're brothers, you're gonna you're gonna compete, you're gonna challenge, you're gonna push each other, you're gonna shove each other, you're gonna fight, you're gonna bicker every once in a while, and and and, and but when you walk off the field, you know, we're all orange and green through and through, and we're proud to represent the U. You know, I thought the uh, I thought the run defense was pretty darn good the other night, and <laughs> yeah, it was. I thought I thought we had a good plan. You know, coach put together a really good plan. We did a couple things a little differently than we'd done. You're setting the front certain ways, uh, you know, aligning the linebacker certain ways, bringing a couple of the blitz paths that were that we hadn't really shown. But you know, we we talked about against NC State, we had to really stop number seven and number eight. You know, the the formula that Mississippi State had used early in the season was very similar. You know, they held the running game to 50 yards, even though the quarterback threw for 300. And we we really felt if we can limit the running game and and not give up explosive passes and create some turnovers, we could win the game. And we did accomplish the first thing. You know, they had, uh, other than the fake punt, they had 21 rush attempts for 71 yards, which is three and a half yards of carry, which is pretty good for us. We were pretty pleased with that. And, as, you know, part of my job is to do a lot of the numbers for coach. And uh, of those 21 rush attempts, we had 14 that we deemed efficient on defense. So that was, uh, that was very, very positive for us, a step in the right direction for sure. All right, Coach. Uh, we keep you all night, but we know you got a uh, pit on your mind. <laughs> A lot of work to do there, so thank you for joining us here tonight to give us a, a nice breakdown of the Pitt Panthers, and uh, we'll see you, I guess, on the airplane. Well, it's going to be a it's going to be a great challenge. I know we're looking forward to it, and and this is what makes being a defensive coach in college football so so unique. In that one week, you play a team that is a, a strong running attack, and then all of a sudden you go and you face a team that's in the top five in the country in pass and pass passing offense and pass efficiency. So it's uh it definitely keeps defensive coaches up late at night, but. We're looking forward to it. Get back in this thing and, and uh, you know win the last game in October and put ourselves in you know position for uh, you know in the month of November. Yeah, no Thank question. you guys for having me. Appreciate it. Okay, take care, Coach. Thank you. Thanks, That's, Coach. Uh, See you guys. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.